The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dap. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So Jazz, we have come back from Hong Kong, so we are Yeah, so we, we're a bit sketchy on this, so get ready for it. Yeah, so basically, did you forget the intro? Uh, nah I kind of forgot the intro That's But fine. anyway It's been Our last episode We recorded End of September And now we're mid-October And we've missed An episode That we didn't record Last week That's fine And okay. that's because We were in Hong Kong Yes And because we went To a wedding Awesome So basically Let's talk about The stuff that we didn't do Okay so what do was that? What do we miss in Birmingham So we basically missed Autumn Gardens what is that? I have no idea, but it was the only event that had autumn in the name. Because it started autumn, right? Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The seasons have changed. I didn't even realise when summer ended. So, it's literally when it went cold. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So, it's one of the most breathtaking views at Ragley occurs when you step outside the West Terrace. And basically, you could have went to this gardens in the, I'm assuming it's Ragley Court. I've never heard of, is this is this in Birmingham? Yeah. What is this? It's like a it's like one of these one of many um uh, country houses, estates kind of thing, where you oh, can just go there and check out the gardens. Okay. I'm guessing. Now fair play to man, because it must cost a lot to run these kind of houses. I think most of the time they do it for free as well. And oh, they just what? ask for a donation. Someone needs to Oh wait there, these guys are ticketed. Five pound per person. Okay. These guys so we missed that. They know how to make the money. They know how to make the money. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's probably still on, but we missed it over this weekend. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'll, anyway, I can live with that. Whilst we missed. I think I would have gone to that. That would have been quite nice. But okay. not this weekend. It was. It was raining. It yeah. was horrible, man. Okay. The other thing we missed was Grand Designs Live. That brings me back, man. We were there last year. We were there last year. So that also means that it's round about this time was the anniversary of our show. Of our podcast. Yeah. Wow. So we missed Grand Design Live. That was I'm kind of happy I missed that. <laughs> I think I am as well. I think you've been once. Yeah. You've been kind of... once. You got conned from... like We all got... Everyone's been conned from buying them uh, that tile cutter thing that from that dude, isn't it? Yeah. Like his, his, his tile cutter must be the only thing that works. And everything else is selling is bloody blunts. Yeah. Because we got that... We got this tool, right? And the guy was showing in the demonstration I was cutting everything amazingly. And then we got it home and we tried to cut it. And, and it, it just, didn't work? Yeah. 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 So, so I'm happy I missed that. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that. It was over the weekend when we were away anyway. Mm. And the other thing which we kind of missed but we kind of saw was the great Birmingham run. Yeah, fair play to all those who took part in the... It's a Birmingham half marathon. I believe it was. It yeah, didn't yeah. say on here what it was. The great Birmingham run, yeah. Because it was but, chucking down. Yeah, so it was a Sunday. Yeah. It was raining badly. Yeah. And it was cold and there were people still running. Yeah, I know, man. Fair play to them. But you can imagine though, like, if you've been training all that time for one day, nothing is going to stop you from running that race. But to be honest with you, we, it, like, it might be a different experience running in the rain. But no, because we've done it before as well, but we ain't run that that length. Yeah. But it's been horrible, the short distance I've run in the rain, it's been, oh man, not the best. So I'm pretty, to be honest, I'm pretty happy I missed all those things. I don't think we missed anything exciting. Yeah. It was all rubbish. <laughs> yeah, take that. Training for the Birmingham Half Marathon. 
Technically, we could have run that because we've been doing our running app, so we should have been building up to it. That's true, you know. But anyway, that's we... like a little bit too hard. And like, well, we don't do stuff. Should we actually have a a run planned in there somewhere? A five k run, probably next year. Probably next year. What? Yeah, when it's a bit warmer as well. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. The other thing that we missed. So this brings us on to our next section, which is social media. What's trending? And the trending's got a Z. What? Why do you always go with the trending's got a Z? <laughs> There's trendings? no S in trending. It's not alright, is it? Isn't it? So what's oh the, the what's got Z? The what's got Z in there? <laughs> alright. Okay. Trendings. So the social oh, media yeah. what's trending. Okay, so what's it was trending? the royal wedding. Who got married? Okay, this is what I'm gonna tell you. It was Prince Eugene. Oh fair play to her. I remember her. The, the oh, papers. Princess Eugene. <laughs> well that's <laughs> and the thing. Jack Brooksbank. Jack Brooksbank. No idea who they are. I don't know who these people are, man. But apparently, it cost the taxpayer 200, $200, $200 million. 200 million pounds? Yeah, 200 million pounds. Um, I'm still in Hong Kong land. Yeah. I'm still thinking Hong Kong dollars. No, that's a lot of money. Hmm. So, yeah, who who are they? I don't know who I they no are. No idea. So, so, so we're, we're all winning. So, Princess... This is me doing my research, man. I don't know who these people are. So, Princess Eugene... Is well, she's obviously a royal, isn't it? But not one of the popular royals. Otherwise, this would have been like, was it was it televised? I I think it might have been, but we were away, weren't we? So yeah. we don't really know. It well, it wouldn't have been televised like how, um, Harry and Meghan Markle's was, isn't it? Yeah. So she's basically um uh, the she's part of the British royal family, and she's the younger daughter of Prince Andrew who's the Duke of York and Sarah Duchess of York yeah so I know who she is now the Duchess yeah so she fits in Prince Andrew he's that bold guy isn't he oh no he's completely not bold <laughs> <laughs> alright okay so basically we don't know who the royal family is yeah. but they got married well, we know wedding. the main people don't it? yeah uh, okay I'm... so there was a royal wedding happening it yeah. was trending we literally have no idea what happened in the royal wedding completely missed it yeah, because we were attending our own royal, royal wedding. wedding. Yeah, in Hong Kong, and it, which we'll get back to with a bonus episode. What else? What else was trending on social media? The other royal news was there's a royal baby on the way in oh, spring no 2019. Is it? Is it Eugene's? Is that no. why she's getting married? No, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we can't have a baby at our wedlock. So Meghan Markle. Oh no way! And. Harry. Prince Harry yeah. uh, announced that they were having their baby on the same day as the royal wedding to upstage <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is so Basically, messed up. It's so yeah. annoying, isn't it? That is messed up, man. Like, so, all the secrets are out. Oh, no, we let it slip. Yeah, so these royals who nobody knows about yeah. almost had their limelight and... It's got snatched, got eclipsed. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry just went, oh, no, by the way, we're having our baby. Yeah, so, all, so now all the news has shifted from literally yeah. less than 24 hours has gone to... Got to them. Gone to them. Do you think they have the same PR people? I think they've probably got different PR people. Do you reckon? Unless unless the couple who are going to get married, the royal couple who are going to get married, probably thought, we don't want this media attention. So then they probably had to use that to distract them with it. I'm wondering who the... I think the royal family has a single media communications person okay would have to be in it then why would that person decide on that same day to release that news this is a distraction technique 
well, I just saw like people don't realize. Well, the people already know they get married, don't it? Maybe, maybe the news was gonna come out anyway. Yeah, because people would have picked it up, and they probably just thought I'd just tell people. Fair enough. Who cares? Do they know? If they, do they know if they're having a boy or a girl? Was it too early? I think it's probably too early to say. I haven't seen anything. Mm. What do you think it's gonna be? I think it's gonna be a girl. I think it's gonna be a girl as well. Yeah, and they're gonna call her Diana. Do you reckon? They might do, isn't it? I don't think so. That's a bit deep, isn't it? It might be. Okay, moving on. Okay. So that was the only two things that were uh, trendings. There might have been other stuff, but I literally had my phone. Well, we had no data in <laughs> yeah. Because apparently in Hong Kong, there's Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi. No, there's Wi-Fi everywhere. Yeah. But it's not free. It's locked. It is locked. Which basically meant that we had no social media or no no internet yeah, connection yeah like literally my phone was being used as a camera yeah so basically one of our friends who told us to go to hong kong advisors that don't bother getting a sim yeah or anything because they got free wi-fi everywhere and when we went there there was wi-fi there yeah but it was all locked so yeah which meant we couldn't access anything cool okay so cool. It, what we're going to do is we're going to talk more about hong kong yeah. in our section of what we did but we're going to do a bonus episode and we're going to talk through what we did and answer all the important questions like like do babies get jet lag no way I never thought of that innit? do you think they do I think well we'll talk about it in the next episode oh, okay I'm going to find out if they do and also we now we can talk about the things that we did after we came back from Hong Kong okay so what did we do so basically we did two things we went to watch two movies yeah and we went to a comedy show should talk about the comedy show first? Uh, you could do, yeah, you could talk about that more. It? it feels like we're missing a section. Okay, so the comedy show was called Brunch and Laughter. And Brunch and Laughter meets Comedy Brunch. So I'm guessing it was like a, 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 a kind collaborative of event. Collaborative event, yeah. So it was basically in... Was it Digbeth's, um Mama Ruse? Was it Mama Ruse? Is that, I'm, I'm saying it right. Mama Roo's. Was it near a Custard Factory or was yeah. it in so Custard Factory? It's basically where Digbeth Dining Club takes place. And that's in the, it's near the Custard Factory in Digbeth. Yeah. I think we've said Digbeth about three or four times now. Yeah, so that it's was on Digbeth. Sunday. And the comedians there were Kane Brown, Darren Griffiths, Ori Styler and Junior Booker. Yeah. And they were supported by DJs, DJ Day Day, Mikey Flex, DJ Mexi, X-Rated and Dougie Fresh. Awesome man, and I remember f- seeing any of them guys, but no, they were there, man. They were there, and the food, the food, the food choice of Wicked Us. You had um, smoking bagels, you had uh, Tash and Dash, um, yeah, Tiger seeing them, Tiger Jerk Grill, and uh, Cartelicious as well. So the food choices were good. So we, we, Mamie and Sunny went there. And we tried. Uh, we went there about what time? About two, three o'clock. Yeah, about three o'clock. Yeah, and we tried basically the smoking bagels, which which was, is nice, man. Which was it was like a um, hybrid kind of thing, wasn't it? So what we had, um, so we had it was a small, it was a bagel with jerk chicken. So yeah. it was a savory bagel, and uh, they were pretty nice ones. So they were like, it's pretty good though. I thought yeah. it was quite nice. The first time I tried it as well, like mm. this, this company's bagels, but that was pretty decent. So I liked that as well. But if you haven't been to this kind of event, what makes it different is that you know you walk into it's similar to Digbeth Dining Club. You got your bars and stuff. But you got um, street vendors. Or, I say street vendors. Well, food vendors. Yeah. 
and you can get loads of food as well. So mm. you got that element up as well. What makes this special is the entertainment mm. because um, you got two entertainment slots, two comedy slots. You had one at one o'clock, one at three, mm. and um, you know you get quality quality entertainment and quality food. Yeah, and that was pretty decent. And that ten. What was the entry? Ten pound. But yeah, eleven pounds something like that. Yeah, and you're thinking, wow, that's like pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it was so pretty good, man. I think it was I'm definitely worth. Recommend. Uh, yeah, it was definitely worth ten ten. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, you're going there, you got to pay for the food anyway. But the food's like it wasn't. What was that? Like four pound, five pound. Five pound. Yeah, yeah. And the food's smart and good as well. There's like a jerk chicken, like tiger fingers. But you know what else? Yeah, like I thought the drinks were cheap as well. So like when she said to me, like I bought two drinks and yeah. she goes eleven pound something. I thought, all right, that's fine. Like that's okay for drinks. And then when I checked, it was actually seven pound. Okay, cool. Said, like because the music. Yeah. But I thought that's pretty cheap, man. Seven pound. Yeah. For like two drinks in town, like you would yeah, think yeah. that they're more expensive. But um, uh, the drinks, the drinks were like pretty cheap as well. Yeah. So I mean, like you know like that round that I brought them guys. Yeah. Like that came to eleven pound. So that's pretty decent, man. Yeah. So that's four, about four three or four drinks. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, okay. So going to the comedy thing, what we what they did. So which which comedians did you think were good? To be honest with you, I think most of them were pretty decent, man. Um, obviously, we started off with the host, Oris Dyler. He always smashes it, man, isn't it? Yeah. Like, he is such... Um, like, I've seen him host. The thing I love about him, he hosts and he fully interacts with the audience. He does his set as well. Yeah. It's very natural, isn't it? Yeah. And it's always like he'll he'll just pick out someone. When he's cussing someone in the crowd as well, he picks something out about them and he just cusses them for a laugh. But it's all in jest as well. Yeah. Sets the scene as well. Yeah. Um, it was funny when they when the DJ introduced him, but he never did like a massive hype, hype intro. Yeah. He just said, "Where's Ori? Okay, you're on." And then <laughs> that was just funny. And that's the thing I, I liked about the whole thing. I think it's obviously Ori style as the host and the extra comedian stood out. It was wicked. Um, for me, the people that I liked, obviously the headline, Kane Brown was good. Darren Darren Griffiths. I thought Junior Booker was good. He was the first guy, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was, to me, I loved about him was he was just all like, he had a different vibe in it. So yeah. he was very laid back and chilled and very awkward in his comedy. It was almost like he was uh, making it up on the spot. Yeah. And like he forgot his set yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then towards the end that he remembered his set. But he was funny throughout his whole, yeah, yeah. His whole set in it. Like yeah, whether yeah. it was a rehearsed set or not. But Yeah. No, no, that was good because yeah. he, um, it got to a point where, I was loving what he was doing because he was there like being really 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 like on PC and it mm. in the whole situation um, but now that was good I think I loved him like I always say this uh, every time I go to um, comedy shows and especially comedy shows made up of people of colour it's you know it's wicked how everyone just comes in and just has this talks about so many different things mm. you know what I mean and I just always loved about it and literally everyone hit so many different angles on topics and issues I think what what the absolute funniest thing was there was yeah. like this there was like a reoccurring thing about names wasn't it yeah so there was like somebody called Nolene, Nolene. yeah and <laughs> they asked somebody else and she was called Sue yeah and the security guard like he was called Dwayne but it's like literally not the people that you would think yeah Pe- the people have had the, n- the names the, that... the names didn't match the people oh what you stereotypically you stereotypically think, think the people yeah, yeah. are so like Dwayne wasn't a black guy yeah he was an Indian guy yeah or Asian was that really his name it must reckon? have been because what happened is the comedian turned around and called him Sanjay yeah so like you Sanjay and he's like whoa that's not my name and he's like what's your name and yeah. yeah and he's like 
And then Nolene was a, a older white lady. Yeah. And then Sue was a older black lady. Yeah. And it was that's funny because the DJ, the, the comedians, sorry, were picking up on that. And the, some of the comedians were saying they said that we we come with our own prejudices and our yeah. own ignorances when it comes to other people. Yeah. And that was just funny. And that was like, that was funny, like because like pe- people do like just assume that. Yeah. Like somebody for called Dwayne's gonna be a black guy. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But like he was some. It was a Asian nuts. Indian guy. Yeah, yeah. It? And it. It was just funny, and so I like I like that element of the joke, like yeah. because it kind of was like interacting with the audience yeah. and they could relate to it. Definitely, definitely. Like I think um, the the comedians are so like. The thing I loved about all four of these guys, while well, they're proper, like it was just literally when they were riffing. Yeah. Like you know, for example, Kane Brown came on, and the first thing he said was, he said, "Wow, what's happening with this venue?" And literally yeah. five minutes of his set, he's there spent cussing the whole, in a nice way, cussing the whole venue. Yeah. And referring to what it actually looked like or what he thought he looked like. What did what did you think it looked like? Well, he said, he, no, when you walked in, it looked all right. It looked cool and all that. But when he walked in and he was like, what is this, man? We've gone back to like the old times and all that. Yeah. And he started cussing the venue and started saying what it looks like. That was pretty funny. And then you don't even think of like that. Yeah. Until he pointed it out. But I mean, the other thing that he said as well, that, wow, we've got a really diverse crowd in today. (laughs) Yeah. And this is where me and Sonny stood out like a sore thumb because we were like the only few of the only Asian guys there. And uh, there was a lot of girls there, wasn't it? Yeah. I think the comedians a few times were like, wow, there's so many women here. (laughs) Yeah. So many good looking women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but the, the, the comedian picked us out and, I, th- I thought his joke was funny enough and yeah yeah that is funny yeah he was like these Asians man they're, they're taking over and the funny yeah. thing was we were there like obviously we're also there looking at is this a space that we can perform yeah and like, we, like, we are literally scoping the place out <laughs> so I was like mate you, you know fair enough man you fair enough us. man because he was right but I think I would definitely recommend going to uh, the brunch and laughter and the comedy yeah. thing like it was it was literally in the afternoon wasn't it yeah it was such a nice uh, vibe yeah. as well and, and even though it was raining it was chucking it down but it felt good yeah because we're inside anyway atmosphere was good yeah food was good and we didn't stop for long but you could literally chill there the whole evening yeah been definitely fine. yeah yeah so how many uh, stars would you give that oh I would think, you go again would you recommend it would you go again yeah definitely go again definitely recommend it because um, I'm thinking of also um, recommending it to people at work if they mm. might be up for it um, how many smoking bagels are you gonna give it? Smoking bagels. I think you know what, four man. I would probably even give it five, but four in it. I think I would give it four. Yeah, because there was nowhere decent to park, or that it was a bit of a walk from the train station. Yeah, yeah. So but, we say like, yeah. But yeah. other than that, I think it's a solid. I think if it's, you know, any time every time you go around, you get something different, and that's even with the food and the the comedians, and that's always a good thing, man. Mm-hmm. So it's always gonna be fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I would 100% recommend going. And you know what, you're right, definitely. you know, you could basically get in there from one, mm. chill out. Because you just can be eating food, can have yeah. your lunch there, can have your dinner there, drinks. And it's a whole day event, man, you're just chilling out. Mm. You're just watching comedy and stuff. Definitely worth checking. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to give that four smoking bagels. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Out of five. And yeah. definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. And definitely, I definitely go again, man. I'll yeah. probably um, see if we can get a group of people then. Cool. Okay, so the next thing that we did, well, it wasn't the next thing. It's what we did earlier. So we went to watch Venom. That was that was our initial thoughts, man. Okay. Well, 
Well, and originally I heard we heard like pretty bad reviews and people were saying that it wasn't great. Yeah. So we're gonna do a spoiler-free review. Yeah. But for me personally, I thought it was good. Okay. What do it, you think? Okay, initially, it had um, thirty percent. But let, let's let's rewind it back. So, what is Venom about? I have to wait. My laptop's long. That's fine. So I, I can tell you what. So Venom, the movie, is basically about this reporter who's played by Tom Hardy called Eddie Brock, and you know he's investigating some shady happenings in this uh, organization called the Life Foundation, and that's. Um, the owner and CEO of the Life Foundation is played by Riz Ahmed called Eric Clayton. Hmm. Clapton or something like that. Clap- Eric Clapton's a musician, isn't it? Yeah. What's his uh, name? Eric Eric Drake. His name is Drake something. Yeah. Yeah. Just something like that. But his character played by Riz Ahmed. Yeah. And the idea is that this alien life form Carlton Drake. Carlton Drake in it. So it's Carlton Drake, not Eric Clapton. Carlton Drake. Um, is the owner of Life Foundation and this alien life form comes to Earth attaches himself with Eddie Brock and then Eddie Brock has to um, basically take down the Life Foundation and also deal with this uh, alien life form that's attached himself to him body yeah and then you know and this thing is a living symbiote that's feeding off Tom Hardy and it's got its own Hmm. personality as well and it's just trying to it's trying to adjust to that so let's so, drop yeah. some facts. So Venom is the 2018 yeah superhero, superhero, anti-hero. I don't know. I'll go with anti-hero. But originally, Venom was a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. And the interesting thing about this film is it's made without any mention of Spider-Man, yeah. with any inkling of Spider-Man. Hmm. Another thing is that it's like, can you have a a character who's so closely related to Spider-Man exist? without Spider-Man in its universe. Because this doesn't fall into the MCU, does it? Yeah, so Sony still retained the rights for yeah. Spider-Man characters. So the MCU is the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that yeah. includes all the Avengers and all that point of view and yeah. the Spider-Man from there as well. Yeah. But Venom's not part of that yet. Yet. Yeah. Or we don't know. But this is interesting as well that um uh, Sony, ban- Sony began developing the Venom film after the character made its cinematic debut in Spider-Man 3 in 2007. Mm. And they've been working on various versions. And the new version began in March 2017. And it was starring part of a shared universe with the other Marvel characters that Sony possesses. Yeah. So I think they are going to have a a crossover shared universe movie eventually. But I think they probably did that whole thing about, you know, like, let's do the one, make it good. Yeah. Or as good as we can and see how it goes kind of situation. So I feel that this film, for me, what this film felt like, it felt like it was like, it, I don't know, man. I, I, don't get me wrong. I liked it. I liked it because I liked, you know, I liked Tom Hardy. He was good in it. You know, I liked, you know, for me, the effects were okay as well. I don't see what people were, like complaining about the special effects. Special the special effects, effects did look whack, though. Did they? Yeah. I think they looked okay. Too. There were some bits where the special effects did look a bit weird. Okay. And even I was looking at it thinking, is this unfinished? Yeah. Like, you know that bit where... There's a bit where the Simba goes to the body in it mm. of uh, one of the guys. And it honestly looked like it was... It looked terrible. It looked like a filter off Snapchat. Okay. But, I mean, that didn't distract me from it. I thought, whatever, and I don't really care, yeah. in it. I don't know, man. I think... I don't know. I think it it kind of felt like it was a film that if it came out ten years ago before this whole MCU thing, it would have been like, yeah, man, classic. 
Hmm. Yeah. So if he came out during the same time as the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, hmm. one, two, and three, then it would have been awesome. Then it would have been like, yeah, wicked. Yeah. But the fact that comic book movies have now become something else or become a, hmm. a staple of cinema, and they're no longer referred, they are referred to as comic book movies, but there's something else. Hmm. You know, there's this characters and they got proper genre and they got. I, I don't know man the crazy thing is I mean this is directed by the same guy who done Zombieland hmm. and Zombieland is a, a really good film and it's starring hmm. Tom Hardy and it, I, I don't know I liked it but I, I mean if you like the whole comic book thingy superheroes and stuff go and watch it if you're not really a big fan of it catch it on Netflix that's what I'm recommending I think I would watch it in the cinema personally yeah. I think it was definitely worth watching but the problem is with uh, Venom that there was like like you know like in I think it's unfair to compare it to like films like Black Panther and all these kind of things yeah but like I'm talking like Black Panther Iron Man Avengers Infinity War Avengers Infinity War all that kind of stuff because those films were like epic and they've been like built up yeah over years and like some of the characters like you definitely knew whereas like this this was like probably like Ant-Man level okay but the problem with um, Venom was for me there was no scenes that really stood out yeah and that were epic and there was like bits in there where you were just like wowed by it yeah like a lot of it was just like just in the background just humming away was it like imagine if like um, if they said you know what we're going to do with Venom we're going to like make into a I don't know a, a low budget horror thingy mm. where you know like I don't know, body horror yeah where Tom Hardy's trying to get to grips with this thingy mm-hmm. and when he when Venom does go around you know, being a superhero, being anti-hero, you know, he's got a horror element of it. That would have been interesting. Mm. But apparently, okay, look, you know, uh, critically, it's done terrible. It's got the percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but commercially, it's done okay. Yeah, so it's uh, um, worldwide grossed around about three hundred and seventy-seven million, and it needs to do about four hundred fifty million to break even. But I don't think that this is going to stop Sony from yeah. making more of their MCU. But um, Sony might just do what Sony does and just reboot. Like, how many times have they rebooted Spider-Man? Three times. Well, yeah. They reboot, yeah. Reboot Spider-Man three times. I think what they're going to do is... I think they're going to press forward with it. Mm. Because it's, you know, it's got... You know, it's got people attached to it. You know, it's got some big names. I think um, the other thing as well is, though... Do you think that this film would have benefited... Like, how Deadpool was R-rated or rated 18? Do you think this would have been... Benefited from being rated 18? I think it might have had, but the problem is, yeah, that Deadpool and Venom, they aren't literally two different ends of the spectrum. You man. think so? I think they're kind of the same, innit? Nah, man. Like, just, I mean, like, the, the what the product was at the end. Oh, yeah, the definitely. Oh, the end product was, yeah. Wow. Like, they were just, like, two totally different things, man. Like, Deadpool was, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, De- and, you remember things in Deadpool. You remember, yeah. like, you know, like... And this, this was, like, it was just, like, it was average, innit? basically in it yeah yeah what would you um must have rate this up in it because i think we rate it up so how many symbiotes symbiotes so basically i reckon there was a bit of dubbing going on as well yeah because in the trailer trailers they kept saying symbiotes yeah but then in the finished product finished product they actually said symbiote symbiotes yeah. I don't even know which is the right way around, man. I can't remember what they said now. So it's symbiotes. No, they said symbiotes. Symbiotes. In the trailer. Because yeah. that was weird. Yeah. But it's actually symbiotes. Symbiotes, yeah. Symbiotes. Symbiotes. Okay. Whichever. But anyway, 
Yeah, how many symbiotes would I give it? I, I think I'd give it three, innit? Yeah, I, I think, think I'd go about three, three and a half yeah. symbiotes out of five. Um, uh, make sure you stay till the end as well, there's two bits. Yeah. I think the first bit was good. No, the first bit was decent, but the last bit was good, innit? Yeah. Yeah, so the last bit was definitely worth staying for. I'm trying to... Yeah. Yeah. Should we ruin that? Okay. No. What else? What else? What else? Oh, the other film we watched. The other film we went to watch was... It was... Bad Times at the El Royale. This was... Uh, no, I, I like this film. Yeah. My initial thoughts. Doesn't what? Um, uh, El mean the? At the Royal, yeah. So the film's called Bad Times at the El Royale, but I thought El meant the... Well, it's because the hotel is called El Royale. Okay. Which is the Royal. Yeah, yeah. El Royale. So basically, it's a 2018 American neo-noir thriller film written and produced by Drew Goddard. And the film stars Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Erivo, Erivo, Dakota Johnson and John Hammond, Kaylee Spurney, Lewis Pullman, (laughs) Nick Offman and Chris Hemsworth. And it's set in 1969. And the plot follows six strangers who are each hiding a dark secret and they all meet up in this one hotel which was a by what is it called by state by state establishment on yeah. the california nevada border according to wikipedia anyway but no, okay yeah so first initial thoughts I, I i like this film i thought the film was really good yeah yeah i definitely recommend it I think I'd definitely recommend it. Definitely, I would definitely watch it again as well. Yeah. And uh, what were your highlights of the film? I think um, the revelation of uh, the some of the characters' secrets. That yeah. was pretty cool when so it came I, at yeah. the right time. So I think the storytelling was good. Yeah. Like the storytelling technique. It had a very um, uh, Quentin Tarantino vibe to it. Yeah. But I think it was way better than that. Yeah. I think if, as like we were saying before, if this was a Quentin Tarantino film... There would have been copious amounts of the N-word hmm. unnecessarily. Yeah. But this felt, you know, it felt of the time, but it didn't yeah. feel like, you know. Like he was just saying it because he yeah. he could say it. Exactly. Yeah. This was just like, you know, the the people were being as, you, you'd imagine what someone in that time zone would be. Yeah. Time era, sorry. Yeah. But it was good. Like the characters were. So I think the highlights for. Yeah. Like, so the storytelling technique was good. Yeah. I the think the screenplay performances were good as yeah. well, wasn't it? The story itself was good as well. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that... The other people things that stood out was... I thought Chris Hemsworth was wicked, in it? He was weird, innit? Yeah. It was good, yeah. He was good, we never it. seen it was him good. Like yeah. Yeah, like, we've always seen Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Thor, innit, yeah. And he's like... Something different. The god... Yeah. <laughs> pirate angel. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, but seeing him as a... As a, a different different character, yeah. and also like just generally watching a non superhero film. Yeah, that's something that I also felt yeah. as well. That we're watching a non superhero film, it felt good, didn't it? Yeah, because okay. I think there's a lot of superhero films out these days, and I think we tend to gravitate towards the superhero films. Yeah, because it's our kind of uh, thing that we like. So, so you can't really talk about this film without spoiling it, and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I don't think we should spoil it, but let's just have a look at how much they've grossed. So the, this is really bad. So the budget was thirty-two million, yeah, and the box office currently is only eleven million. And I think it's because it's not. And look at the numbers compared to like Venom. Venom. 
I think it comes down to the thing where you know it's it's not a superhero movie. Yeah. And it's not. It's got some action, but it's not an action movie. And do you think this also probably lends to the thing that you know we've got all those big names in it, but do the big names mean anything these days? Because mm, like literally an all star cast, isn't it? Yeah. I recommend to go and watch this film. I think I think I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Venom. Yeah, I think out of the two, I'd go and watch Venom. I mean, uh, this. Bad Times. Bad Times at the Al Royal. So, how many... Uh, what have we got? How many rooms? They don't make sense. How many rooms? I'd go with five rooms. Man. You'd give it five rooms out of five? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd probably Room give it about five. four. Four, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking back at it now thinking, you know what? See, that Drew Goddard, yeah, I'm sure that's the guy done dead of, you know. Was it? Just look, just just click the Wikipedia hyperlink and have a look. Was it? Uh, he did... Um, he's the writer for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. Alias Lost. Yeah. And he also created the Netflix superhero series Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. So it was... Yeah. So he's a pretty good uh, storyteller, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he also wrote uh, Cloverfield 2008. Yeah. World War Z. So he's done a lot of work with J.J. Um, Abrams and like yeah. Joss Whedon and... He also did uh, the screenplay for The Martian. Yeah. He's done some good stuff, actually. He's, he's a pretty cool man. And he also co-wrote and made his directorial feature film, The Cabin in the Woods. Oh. That's probably where the Hemsworth link comes in, isn't it? Yeah, because I was going to say, you know, you know, the last time we saw Chris Hemsworth was playing non-horror, non-thorol. Yeah. Was... Um, Cabin in the Woods, yeah. Yeah. You know, the weird thing is, apparently, um, they saw him, you know, the casting people. Hmm. I think, I'll have to fact check it later on. But apparently, they, obviously, Thor and stuff hadn't come out. And, like, when the director for Cabin in the Woods hmm. seen Thor, seen Chris Hemsworth, and he's like, yeah, Wicked, I want this guy in my film, Cabin yeah. in the Woods. And that hadn't come out yet. But, obviously, Thor came out afterwards, I think. Then Cabin in the Woods came out. Okay, but you have to fact check this though. I could be, I, I could be making it up. We could be in a world where we got no internet <laughs> at our fingertips. I think that's what happened. I think the other thing that's interesting that he's gonna do as well. Yeah, is that he's he would have directed X Force. So in twenty seventeen, it was announced that he would uh, direct and write the up and coming serial superhero film X Force. The X Force X Force, which was. Um, part of which will include Deadpool and Cable okay but that's obviously got shoved because Disney are going to buy Fox so maybe so Fox Studios are basically put a massive hold on all the future projects because what they want to do is um, Disney want to bring back all the X-Men characters back into the MCU hmm. so that's going to be awesome and we can finally get Avengers versus the X-Men yeah and somebody hasn't updated his Wikipedia page why what's up because like, it doesn't say that information about Disney. Well, is there, I, yeah. someone might not put down there. Yeah, they haven't put it down there. Okay, cool. That's what I said. They, we could do it. You know, it. We, you, we could like edit. Uh, I don't think we can. I don't think we're allowed to. I think you have to be registered to oh, Okay. edit Wikipedia pages. Awesome. What are we doing next week then? Um, next week... Have we got a speed dating plan next week? I think that's the week after next, you know. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to watch First Man. 
Yes. Have we got anything else planned? Uh, we also got a birthday. Okay, so we got a birthday party to go to on first Saturday. Night. Yeah. Also, we got um, Jumper of the UK's first ethnically diverse improvisational theatre company has got two shows coming up and we're rehearsing for those. The first one is at Birmingham Improv Festival. Hmm. That's the 26th of October, Friday, at the Blue Orange Theatre. Check it out. Are you guys doing the opening show for the oh, yeah, that's what comedy we're festival? Yeah, the yeah. opening show for um, Improv Festival, yeah. We're doing that. And then the next show we're doing is at the Rep, full show, Saturday, 17th of November. Cool. Um, that's going to be awesome as well. So we're just rehearsing for that, trying to get so many new things going. That's good. And we also, this week, going to do our bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, emails and tweets? Um, none. none. I haven't checked, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think that brings our show to the end. That's it, man. So you can follow us on social media at We Don't Do Stuff and you can email us suggestions or give us any feedback at We Don't Do Stuff at gmail.com. So tune in, can't everybody? That means no problems. And I'm independent. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.